somebody tell you you can't do something not even me all right you got a dream you got to protect it people can't do something themselves they want to tell you you can't do it you want something go get it Period. Right. time it is drink time baby so this is what i need you to do this is what i need you to do go get your ice grab your little lemon wedge or throw a koozie on the brew if you need to do what you gotta do baby you know what time it is drink Big Yo, Drink Time Podcast, we back in this thing, still got Say Say here, LG is still MIA, love you bro, take that Tylenol PM, whatever you're taking, fucking lay it down. Fuck boy. You heard it, well that was her, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. So we'll talk to uh, LG at a later date, but listen, this is a topic that sis requested. And I don't know if y'all saw this, but um, Jermaine Dupree was on, I think it was like People's, People's Magazine show, whatever the fuck it was. And they asked him about, we'll find a clip, we'll play the clip. Um, so they asked him about, you know, in fact, at this point you would have already heard the clip. So I'll just skip over that. But they asked him about female rappers and he basically said that female rappers are trash, that they're strippers posing as rappers. And I completely fucking agree. Completely agree. Completely. The only female rapper that I'm taking, and this isn't even just a female rapper, I would take her over uh, 90% of men as well as Rhapsody. Um, if you're a rap slash hip hop fan, go check out The Idea of Beautiful. That's the uh, album that I got turned on to her from. I fucking love that album. It's just an amazing album. Um, Layla's Wisdom was also a great album. One of the best albums of 2018, I think it came out. So check out Rhapsody, but she can spit. But outside of her, Cardi B, Tritted Ash. I don't want to fucking hear all that ghetto shit. I hate everything. I, I, I know I sound like a fucking hater, but I don't even care. 
I fucking can't stand Cardi B. Can't stand the way she fucking talks. I can't stand that she doesn't write her own music. Okay. I, I can't stand that she doesn't write her own fucking music. I can't stand that. I just, I, I just don't feel her. If I ever had a daughter, I would steer her so far away from ever acting like a Cardi B. And I understand the rags the richest story that America falls in love with, but I don't feel that shit. Cause you gotta understand, I come from a place where I'm, I come from a golden age of, I grew up on the golden age of hip hop. Nas, Tupac, Biggie. These were the rappers that I was raised on. Scarface, who doesn't get enough credit. These are the rappers that I was raised on. So when you're raising that golden era, and then you have chicks like this come around with this fucking bullshit that was written for them and this persona that is completely contrived. And even if it's not contrived, it's just ghetto as fuck. I don't feel that, bro. I, I, I just, I don't feel that. But that's just me. But I can also see the appeal, I guess, to women. Because we do live in a fucking day and age where women expect, expect everything while giving fucking nothing. Whoa. Yeah, I said it. Whoa. This drink time podcast and I'm in my motherfucking bag. Whoa. I'm in my motherfucking bag. Fuck that. So you Sean, like, so you go you go strip for fucking 10 years and then you Oh, oh and then then she wins the best uh, rap album Grammy over Nipsey hey. fucking Hustle over, over Victory Lap. Stop. Wait. I'm hot. <laughs> Stop. I like Cardi B. Now she is real ratchet. She is super ratchet. But I feel like she gets all the clout that she gets because she's speaking the mind that the everyday modern woman can't. Like we want to be out. Well, I'm not going to say we, but most of us, we want to show that side the sexual side. I'll say we, digga. No, no, I, no. Said, I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but she's speaking the mind that we can't speak. Like, I'm not finna be in the strip club every day. Like, no, that's not me. I'm finna go to work. Okay. But she can do that. That's I'm her thing. I'm finna go to work. <laughs> you gotta clock in, sis. I need to clock in. <laughs> if we don't have no time clock, I can't fool with it. <laughs> But I think that's why she gets the call that she get because she's speaking, you know, your alter, your alter ego. That's what it is. Like, we, right, it's right, not what right. you can do or say every day. But I mean, you can jam that shit on the way to work before you clock in. You can get your twerk on I guess I can somewhat understand that. Put your but suit it, jacket on and go on into work. Okay, I, look, <laughs> I get that. I get that with your stripper outfit underneath. I get that. I get that. <laughs> but I guess it's just, I, I guess it could be partly that I'm a man and partly because I'm a hip hop purist. I don't, I hate to see people get paid for shit for get paid in the avenues where they haven't put in work where other people have put in work. You know what I mean? Like, but she these, has these, put in work. Okay. Though. These are people's How life. These she put in work. She put How in work. She put in plastic. in hip hop females have you seen do one season and that's it she took all that money and flipped it and did what she really wanted to do you got people how many you got people can you say you got people okay but this is the only art form she's not still on this bitch 
this this is the only art this is the this is the only art form where that's accepted basketball fucking like mike didn't go take a, a contract well, from coach like mike didn't go win <laughs> like mike didn't go win they knew that was bow didn't win mvp over kobe bryant bow wow didn't win mvp over kobe bryant what do you mean that's a valid comparison that was a horrible movie though this this bitch excuse my language this fucking bitch won best album over nipsey hustle's victory lap in what in what world and i know he tried to that no i i'm i'm totally with you on that because nipsey's really out was really out here doing something you know positive it's not even about him doing nothing positive it's about him taking his craft seriously and putting and putting no i'm cutting you off i'm taking lg's position this podcast where i cut you off and you get it where you fit in listen clearly listen Nipsey, not even. I'm not, not. This is not even about Nipsey. This is about hip hop being. It an, is about this Nipsey. is about You're hip. This, about this, this is about hip hop being an art form, and somebody who's a stripper being able to come in and within two, three years when. Well, the, that's what Jermaine Dupree was talking about. When, yeah, and I feel and him. And I feel him. And he tried to backtrack, but fuck that. Man. But Don't I mean, I get Jermaine Dupree on one side. But on the other side, I'm still gonna listen to Cardi. I'm still gonna listen to Meg Thee Stallion. I'm still gonna listen to Castor right. because they speak a different side of me and other females. Look, I guess this is my thing. I I do understand. I, I just all hating this. You have to understand because side, when I you're just... in the club and there's a bitch in there that's doing everything that Cardi's telling her to do, drop it, spread it. I hate that shit. I really do. Look, no, of course I like to see girls twerk, but I just that whole mentality behind it. I hate that shit. But uh, what I will say is this: I I can understand the appeal to to women, just any women in general. Like you said, having that alter ego, having something to turn up to for y'all. Like I I get that, but when when it crosses the line to where she's winning best best rap album Grammy for some for some. But basically, some shit that one she didn't write, didn't produce, literally just put her name and face behind it. That 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 I, that I don't feel. When you have no talent to speak of, in the same same way I feel about that Kylie and that that Kardashian shit. Y'all are literally making money off of one the sex tape, two being beautiful. Like I, me personally, I don't feel that shit. I understand the business acumen behind it. If there's anybody I have respect for in that family. More than anybody else is the mom because she flipped all that shit to something profitable. Oh, she knew what she was doing. Right, she did, and I feel her on that. But in terms of what we're actually looking at here, like I said, if I have a daughter, I don't want her looking up to no fucking Kardashian. I want her to look up, even if she doesn't achieve fame, even if she doesn't achieve that level of success. I'd rather her do something that's fulfilling to her life than to be going fucking like same thing with these Instagram hoes. Uh, Getting followers and then selling ladies. But how many hey, hold on, likes wait, oh, did let me you ask you about out? this, huh? About how many likes did you put out? What you mean? How many times have you liked these females? Man, there's I ain't gonna lie, there is this one bitch I follow as bad as fuck. <laughs> right. Hey, she has no talent whatsoever, right. but she's bad as hell. <laughs> she's bad as fuck. I be liking all her shit. And I feel late when I do it, but I do like her shit. But outside of that, I don't be liking all these old shit. But I will say this: there's 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 another. Uh, Another avenue of social media shit. Let me ask you this about this, sis. These bitches, excuse my language, these women, these queens. <laughs> Black <laughs> women. <laughs> nah, nah, 
So these these women that are on social media, they gain a following. I've seen the the formula here, and then they quote unquote create their own brand. These bitches are these girls are doing Q and A's about fitness. Bitch, you can't fucking go Google how to squat thirty thousand times. <laughs> Fuck you, me. And then they're selling these leggings off of that same like off of that same bullshit. But I don't sis. Put out. <laughs> I do follow a couple of these right. Hey, a couple of these. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that. Okay, but okay, okay, but look. Okay, but all right, all right, I get your point. You're right. right. You're right. But how do you feel about that? What do you think about this? Hey, you do what you do. Get your hustle on. If I didn't have to work 12 hours a day and I had 24 hours a day to just work out. <laughs> okay, but you don't see the level of vitriol behind that white motherfuckers hate on that shit? You got bitches with a private Snapchat, which w- would have been a regular hoe in any other fucking life, in any other time period in life, making 30, 40, 50, 100 dollars an hour, selling shit to thirsty niggas. And don't ask me if I ever pay for no private Snapchat, because right. I swear to God I have it. Mm-hmm. Except for this That's one time. Debatable. But outside of that. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> How you feel about that, sis? How you feel about what? Private Snapchat. Bitches buying, selling leggings, giving advice that you can literally Google in less than a second, less than two, less than uh, half a second. If you have the form, you have the following, you make your money. I mean, I can't hate on that hustle. I'm not finna pay no money for it. Because like you said, I got Google for free. I'm going to get on Google. Right. I'm going to get on Pinterest. Right. <laughs> but you, you don't, like, you're not disgusted by that? Like, you have, like. I'm not, no. I don't really, I mean, I don't feel no type of way behind it. Because I don't want nobody hating on my hustle either. Okay, so women, y'all will say that shit? But did you, did these same women want a nigga that, so didn't they want a nigga that doesn't work his ass off? Became a millionaire right. and then talk shit about a broke nigga. Right. And then talk shit about a broke nigga. Fucking right. How though? What you mean, how? Where they do that at? Easy, here. <laughs> oh, America. <laughs> oh, America. In here, in this room. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, how, how, you, how do you literally not even have a real job your whole life and then look down on a nigga that doesn't work his fucking ass off and, and act like he's not good enough? How's that? Where's that? Where's that? How's that work out? Like, I just feel like America's values are fucking trash, man. They're fucking trash. Like, you got to be a certain type of person to have another certain type of person in in this world. When I don't feel like it should be that way. Like, I don't, why don't you? Why don't y'all fucking meet a nigga halfway and then, and then y'all talk all this independent shit? But not. I mean, not y'all. I just mean women, women yeah, in general. Then motherfuckers talk all this independent shit, but you got a nigga basically paying your bills because of your Snapchat, because of, cause of your Instagram, because of your followers, because of your like count, because of your uh, analytics. Like, man, that, I, that that I don't feel like. At one hand, you want a nigga to respect you. You want to you want to do have this Me Too movement and shit. That's you, what it you, is. Hold on, hold on. You want to you want to have this Me Too movement and shit. You want to make it off your own morals and values. But, but on the other hand, you want a nigga to, to fund all your shit on Snapchat, on Instagram. You want the attention. You That's love the attention. You got your ass out in the thong bikini and shit. 
So I mean, which is he? Which is he? Because to me, to me, why does it have to be both? She just threw a shoe at me, a physical shoe. Sorry, sis. That's one of those. I got my bag right quick. I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to take it there. Go ahead. That's one of those seats. I'm not the one. I'm not. I don't feel like I want to put in the extra work to soothe somebody's ego for them to pay my bills because I am that one. I'm just gonna go get my own. But everybody doesn't have that drive. Everybody wasn't your parents or whoever raised you built that foundation for you. Everybody wasn't. But you also just said if you could do whatever, whatever you would. So which is it? Wait, what? You also just said if you could do whatever, whatever you would. If somebody was paying you to do this, that, the third, you would. So which is it? No, I didn't which say is it? me which personally. Is it? I didn't say me personally. I'm saying some females are with that. And if they are, do what you do. But that's not No, me fuck that. Hate on them. Take a fucking stance. Get off the feet. I'm fit. not. Because you get your hustle on how you get your hustle on. I'm not mad at it. I'm not that female. I do sit back and look like, damn, where you get this nigga at? How you do that? But I see all the work they put behind it. Nah, I'm not finna sit here and rub your back and stroke you while you doing nothing, close to nothing. And I'm out here just just winging it. I'm not one of those just winging it people. But that's what I'm saying. That shit's trash. It's like... Honestly, to me, and maybe it's always been this way, and I'm just being naive, and I'm I'm, I'm being a stickler about the times, but, I mean, when was love, love? You know what I mean? Like, love is blind. Hey. And it will classic. take over. Hey, classic. <laughs> classic song. But I'm just saying, when, when, at what point is love, love? Like, it's, it's always this underlying fucking game. This cat and mouse, this this chess versus checkers game you gotta play. I think it's the time because I do think about that also. You know, me personally in my personal life. And I think times just change. I also think that you know, we were raised a little old school. So we're kind of before our time, so right. to say. So I, now I, I would definitely to, say we both have old yeah. souls for sure. For sure. So now we're trying to like catch up and not Try really want to play the game right. yeah like i don't want to play this game why and right. it should just fall into place right like i'm a good person i'm out here doing what i need to do right. personally right. why can't you just fall in line right and yeah i mean i i don't it just I, is what it is i think I, shit, I think uh, that's a great point because i think i do i do we both do feel that way at times but i mean i don't think everything should just fall in place because i know that this is how life is. Like anything worthwhile takes time. You know, you gotta go through whatever to to have that appreciation on the other side. But I just feel like it's, it's just too much underlying shit of evolved. I mean, involved now to the point where you, when you do get what Instagram would see as a storybook marriage, and you're taking all these pictures and you're doing all this shit. The substance isn't really there anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why the divorce rate is so fucking high because you're putting on because of what society deems that you should. Look and you like. know what? Instead of having communication, right, is the number one thing that I've always ran into that's an issue. For sure. 
people Money. don't Money. know how to communicate anymore. And Money. I'm the type, if there's an issue, let's sit down, let's talk about it, let's put it on the table, let's find a resolution, and let's move on from it. And Money. everybody, you know, stick to what you say you were going to stick to. Money. And people now don't know how, it's all text, it's all send a meme or send a <laughs> you know, yeah right, like, right. and it's like nah nigga come talk to me right if right. you got something to say come say it to me if you feel in some type of way come say it to right. me and that's just not how yeah. it is now it's, and that's an right. issue i agree it's just it's just that superficial level of connection of uh like of what i of, of connection where it's not these these deep values like I, like I said and, and honestly I will say this this could go back to me just being a romantic since I was younger I always been a mama's boy I grew up watching shit like waiting to fucking exhale and yeah I love the notebook and shit like that so there is a level of me that just wants that candlelit type love you know what I mean and I, I just I do but also outside of that I was also raised with substance I was also raised with a mom who's my best friend who's deep and who has these, these these qualities of you know, and they say that men looks for p- women with qualities that their mom has, and that women look for qualities that their dad has. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was kind of moms raised- aren't the same as they used to be either. Right. So that kind of right. messes up that theory. Right. So I don't know, man. I just if your I, mom was trash, you're gonna look for trash. Right. Sorry. Right. It is what it is. Right. But my mom, you know, my mom was, she's one of the, she has a, a fucking heart of gold, one of the easiest people to talk to, her values align with her actions, and there's just so many things about my mom that I, I guess I do put up on a pedestal, and that, that is, that is what I want, but I, that's also how, how I, how I tend to treat the women that are, that are in my life, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's been somewhat to my detriment at a time, at a time, because... Yeah, I do care. I think I do maybe care too much at times, but and I even care too much, but I care on the level that I think you should care. But then again, when this this cat and mouse game going on and shit, and then something happens and well, are I'm you acting caring a, certain a little way. stalkerish, Karen? No, or? I don't know. Fuck no. Are Never. you outside with the radio singing the song? Nah, uh, hell no. In the fuck. rain. I'm. I'm just saying. So that you never did that before? Never in my life. I've never <laughs> done that. I've never done that. No, I've never done that. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like I said. There's. I think there's so many factors that go into just finding a counterpart, finding love, where it's hard to. Sometimes it's, it's harder for others to find that because some people won't necessarily settle for shit. It's not that I won't settle for shit because I've tried this and the third, but for whatever reason, it just hasn't worked out. You know what I mean? I might, but I've also passed on a lot of shit too, yeah. you know? But I guess that's subjective. That's my own personal I think if you stay true to you, don't, because I've been in relationships where I stepped way outside of my comfort zone and I had to bring myself in like, nah, this ain't you. Right. You would never stand right. for half of this shit. Right. This ain't you. And if you just stay true to you, you'll finally find somebody that can either, you know, go 50-50 with you and can go with what you're going with. Right. Or someone that's on the same level as you 
or at least or at least accept you accept you for who right. you are. You know what I mean? And like you said, a lot of and that was a great point that you made. Because one of one of my guys, Dub, shout out Dub, has you know, in terms of marriages that I've been around in my life, his marriage is something that I would hope that my marriage somewhat mirrors when, you know, if and when that happens. But he always tells me, he's like, man, you know, for the thing about marriage, the reason why ours has worked thus far is because of compromise. The number one number one reason is compromise and communication. Not, and that's not to say that they don't have problems, because of course they do. It's on I me, mean, who doesn't, but they still are willing to come back to the table and actually talk to each other and not get on each other's heads not go post some bullshit on social media and act a different way you know what I mean like yeah so I think you're completely right communication and actual communication not I talked and you heard what I said and you turned everything I said against me exactly or some shit like that I mean actually talking and taking it in it has and a understanding. Mom, right. And, be, and putting yourself in whoever your counterpart's shoes is at the end of and the day. And that's another thing. You need, you don't have to 100% agree with how the other person feels right. or the other person thinks. But you need to put your sh- yourself in their shoes and understand what right. where they're coming from. And understand their... And a lot of people don't even get in the midst of the background of the other person. Right. If you don't know where I came from, what I've been through, how right. I've been through it, if you ain't never sat down with me right. and even tried to hear that, you're never going to understand where my mentality Bad. is. Bad. So there's, again, it's communication. Like, y'all need to just sit down and go through the motions and you know it doesn't have to be on the first date it's just when a situation arrives hey look I can't do this because I can't go through this situation Mm. this this that and the other and that other person needs to understand where you're coming from you don't have to agree with it but there has to be an understanding with that communication And you know what? And sometimes that's just not possible. If you've been in a relationship like I've been in where you literally tell somebody something and you could tell their whole angle the whole fucking time is to take whatever you said and, and twist that shit against you to make themselves the victim. That shit happens, man. And when it, when it happens that way, I, I say the best thing you could do is let that shit rock because they have to come to a realization in their life that they're not always the fucking victim, man. Like... You ever, and that's one of, another one of the, the big red flags that I've learned. When you meet somebody and you ask them about their last relationship and literally everything was whoever they was with fault, that's a red flag, bro. Yeah. It just is. Because they really, this is a cliche, but it really does take two to tango. So if you meet somebody and they're like, hey, yeah, he was crazy or she was crazy as fuck and I didn't, I was this, that, and don't get me wrong, it happens at times, but the, t- the chance of that happening versus it being two to tango is very slim. It's a very thin line there. And that was a red flag that I didn't know at the time. My ex, fuck you if you're listening. That nigga wasn't crazy, bitch. Your ass was crazy. Well, that's why you need to sit down and talk. Hey, what happened in your last relationship? Give me the story. No. Sounds like Man, but they can still lie about the shit, dude. Well, that I mean, if you sit down and you listen, once you let people talk and they get to talking, they're going to tell on themselves. 
eventually, but that comes with time. Yeah, true. You don't see that the real them until you know that. And that's another thing. All you, all you fucking, all you bitches out here saying that, cra- saying that nigga was crazy. This that. Don't you realize that at some point in time it's gonna. If you were the one that was crazy, that shit ain't gonna come out. And niggas too, cause niggas do the same shit. All that bitch was crazy, knowing damn well nigga was out there in the streets cheating all the. Cheating on his bitch, doing all, being the worst nigga possible, wouldn't take care of his kid. Bro, at some point, that shit's gonna come up. Women, at some point, that shit, the real you is gonna come out. But all I'm saying is that's a red flag. Whoever you, so anybody listening, you got a date, first date coming up. Love is blind. And you really fuck with her, or you really fuck with him. Hey, you heard her. And and, and you, you got a date coming up, and it's, it's about time for that question. Of what happened with that last relationship, and they telling you that that nigga was crazy or she was crazy. Uh, try to get, try to get the deets, try to get the details and see, see what really happened with that. I tell you what, that's the a number one red flag in this motherfucker. You know, you got anything else to say about this or something? Nada. All right, grab your fucking ice, grab your lemon wedge. I'm done. Grab your ice cream if you got broken up with your donuts. <laughs> Hungry, why motherfucking wait? And grab a koozie for your brew. Yo, Drink Time Podcast. I got my two guys in here. Cammy, Joe, and Zay Zay. What's up? What's up? And Zay Zay's been asking for days now to talk about the freshman XXL. Is it XXL? Double XL freshman. Double XL. Freshman class. Freshman class. That's what, that's what they, they want to talk about that. But before we talk about that, let's get into spoiler alerts. Something that you guys get from your dad. First of all, Cammy Joe here two days ago asked me if I've watched Stranger Things, the newest season. I tell him that, yeah, I just started it. You know what this, you know what this kid tell, tells me? He says, hey, you know Sheriff... What's the guy's name? Sheriff Ho- Chief Hopper. You know Chief Harper dies, right? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I got pissed at first. I had to catch myself because I realized he's a kid, even though he's an asshole. Still love him. And You're not then, lying. And then... Just to let you know, it really does run the family. Earlier today, I started watching Last Chance You. Both the kids know I'm watching Last Chance You. <laughs> Isaiah walks in the room, asking if I know about KD. I said, who? He said, don't repeat it, because I'm glad I don't even know who the hell you're talking about. Some kids, I guess he got hurt. He said, well, you're not on episode seven yet? No, damn well, I just started it. <laughs> And then this kid tells me I binge watch. All I watch are practices and games. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Anyways. They don't even make it to the playoffs. See? You see that? You, this is live. This is live. I'm mad, but I'm going to mess because I had a couple drinks. I'm going to wake up tomorrow thinking about this. That's, Zay Zay, you're, you are absolutely terrible. Anyway, the freshman double XL, what do y'all want to talk about? You think, you think it's trash, right? I haven't. You got to. Did you do your research? You got yes! The, you got a rapper's ready? Yes! All I have to say is why be a Corday and Sierra Wack? Name them off and then I'll tell you who's trash and who's not. Okay. 
The only sh uh, Tierra Whack, Ibian Corday. Trash. Okay, I'm gonna get on your head for saying that. Hold on, wait. All right, okay. I will say this. Now, I did. I did hear that Ibian Corday was on. Uh, he was on the Beach uh, BT Awards with her. He had a performance with her that was really good or something. Yeah. And he's supposed to be good. She, yes, he so is really good. Ibian is a guy. Hers, her. Tierra Whack, she's good. No, everybody else on the. Why be Uncle Dan, Tierra Whack, everybody else is trash. That's all I have to say. Okay, and who else? Who else is on there? Rico, Rico, Nasty, um. Gunna. Comethazine. Bunch of trash people. Okay, look, let me ask. Hold on, Cam. Hold on, Cam. Look, Cam's trying to leave. He's trying to get out of here. He's here. They're eating popcorn in the background. Perfect podcast etiquette. Um, see, then, then, then the jabs come. But look, listen. Who are you going? So, as a, what, how do you let's state your state your name and your ages, please? <laughs> I'm Isaiah Grady. I'm about to be ten. Cammy oh, Joe. State your name and your age, sir. Please, come on. <laughs> Karen does some grading and I'm 10 years old. Four months older than me. Okay, who are you? So we got nine and 10 years old. Who are your favorite rappers? Who's the, matter of fact, let me ask you this. Who is the best rapper in the world right now, according to YouTube? Drake. Well, no, not Drake. Wait, dead or alive? <laughs> Both. Um, Tupac. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Candy Joe, who you guys? Name two parts song. Big deal. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> I'm getting old. Juice World. Oh, God. We don't stop. Just forget that. This kid just got choked a little bit by me. <laughs> I'm getting old. All right, look. All right, so before we get out of here, let me ask you guys one more thing. This is something that me and your aunt say say we're talking about, and say say here doing the arm dance. That's Wait, what I call it. The, the back back Where's kick my dance. Phone? That dance the floss. Where's my phone? I need to record this. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Serious, serious question. I really want y'all to answer this. So me and John here, we're talking about the idea of social media at your guys' young age. Now, do all your friends have social media? Um, Most of my friends, yeah. Um, uh, maybe. That's personal. What do you come on? Spill the beans. <laughs> nope. So they do. I'll take that as a yes. No. I'll take that as a yes. Fine, yeah. I have Cammy. social media. Even I have social media. Cammy Joe, mm? what about your friends? Yep. They, Even they I all have, have social, social media? media? I do. Okay, do you guys have social media that you keep from your parents? No. No, my mom adds me on Instagram and Facebook, and my grandma, and my aunt. My mom, ha my mom and dad has me on Instagram and Snapchat, so that's it. Do y'all know it? Do y'all know any kids that have gotten in trouble for their social media? No. No. Y'all know any kids that got in trouble for? Well, that I know. No. Y'all got no book. People that like on YouTube, I know. But. Okay. And do you um? So you guys have no crazy stories about social media with kids your age? Little Tank. Oh, oh, who's You're the flexor of the century. You don't know who Little Tank is. Uh-uh. You're the flexor of the century. True. 
she acts like she acts like she's all that and all rich and stuff. She her mom's a real estate, but she got fired because she would she would use her Instagram and stuff. And she would flex at the listings, at the big listings. And then she got in her boss's car and flex. So what about what about your your cell phone usage at your ages? What grade what grade is nine and ten put you in? Well, I I have a late birthday. Fifth grade. I'm yeah. So having a cell phone fourth and fifth grade, what kind of uh, trouble are kids getting into with, with their cell phones at, in, at your age? Don't bring it to school. There's that's it. My school. I, so you can't bring it to school at all. At my school, we can bring. I bring my phone to school because like for me to get home, I walk like two miles home. So like I, I basically typically need my phone walking home. Why is that? Uh, because if I get snatched, I won't have. I will have. If I, if I don't have a phone, I won't be have any source to call somebody or something. So you guys do know that kids used to walk to school without cell phones at one point in time, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, clearly, because you're asking the question. Right. You see, you see these kids are smart asses, but coming from you. Also, phones. So do you guys feel like some of your friends are on their phones way too much? Uh huh. Hey, I am. Uh huh. More than half of my day on my phone. Well, so, so, so a valid punishment for you kids in fourth and fifth grade these days is just take your phone away. No, not for me. No. Because I get on my PS4, on my Xbox, or my PC. So there's always ways to basically get on the internet regardless. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What All right. Well, you heard it. Life? You heard it here from JJ and Cammy Joe, straight from the horse's mouth. Thanks for joining me, fellas. Grab your ice, grab your lemon wedge, and grab a koozie for your brew. You forgot. We the best music. Special cloth alert. DJ Kelly. Yo, Drink Time Podcast. LG is somewhere hungover in the crib. He might walk in in the midst of this segment. We don't know yet. But in the interim, we got a special fucking guest. Big sis is here. Or maybe little sis. Are you younger than me? Just a little bit. Not too much. Well, we got sis here. Say Say is gracious with her presence. Always great when she pulls up. So what we're going to talk about today is I'm going to have sis break down hot girl summer. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you who don't know what that means, and it seems like Aisha Curry did a horrible job of explaining it. So hopefully sis can do a better job of breaking down the origin of that (laughs) and what's going on with that. So what's going on with that sis? Break down the history. I don't know what Hot Girl Summer is all about. Huh? I don't know what Hot Girl Summer is all about. Are you serious? I'm positively serious. It has something to do with Meg Thee Stallion, the rapper. Okay, what I get from it is, like, it's popping this summer. You finna be out here, body right, mind right, confidence right. I feel that. You know, I think that's exactly what it is. Typical drink time fashion. I haven't done any research. I really thought Say Say would just know what it was because she just seems like she's living her hot girl life, but. It just comes naturally to me. But. No title needed. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought, too. So, I mean, it's the hot girls versus the hot boys. Um, 
I don't know. I, I think guess. that's kind of gay, though. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Hot yeah, you, boy. You see how they got on Aisha Curry's head? She tried to explain like what it. We'll have to find that clip and play it at some point in the segment. But you see how they got on her head about like she tried to explain. I guess she called them guys some of the uh, details wrong, whatever. No, I didn't catch that interview. <laughs> hey, just you know, just act like you caught it, all right? Jesus. Jesus. We're trying to do a segment here, Say Say. I'm sorry. God. But and honestly, I only know this stuff. Uh, yeah, this is something I know we can talk about. I only know this hot girl, hot sh- uh, boy summer shit. One, because of Lil Duval's Instagram. That motherfucker's hilarious. One of my favorite yeah. follows. You follow him? Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. And then two... Something I know we both love is the shade room and or the shade room comments. Or do you not love the shade room comments? (laughs) I do when I read them. There's some very interesting people on there. And that shit, (laughs) shade room comments never failed to uh, keep me amused. There's a lot of negativity in there though. Like I was, as I was saying, Aisha Curry, I guess she was on some like news station. They asked her what it meant. She got some of the details wrong. So of course they flamed her up in the comments. They've been on her head ever since that, her wanting to get attention comment that she made way back. Back when, yeah, to the point where Steph Curry even had to come out and was like, Oh, yeah, because then after that, she tried to uh, and we really need to get your brother on this too because I know he has something to say about this. But there's a video of her doing trying to do the Millie Rock after she opened up her fourth restaurant, of course, they got on her head about that. So Steph Curry comes out and he has like some video. He's doing some fucked up Millie Rock as well. And he was like, man, he's like, when y'all open up a restaurant, y'all come out and do your own Millie Rock videos. Just, just, just a light stunt, a light, a uh, little trash talk. I feel him on that. Stay, y'all stay off Aisha Curry head. I'm fucking with her. I'm fucking with the queen. Um, so what does hot girl summer mean to you when you hear it or see it? I mean, it doesn't mean anything to me. That's what does it look like to you? What does it look like? Yes. It looks like a group of chicks going to the club. One's cheating on her boyfriend. The other one doesn't have a man. And the third one can't get a man. And they all in there, quote unquote, living their best life. But only one is waking up with a man. Oh. That she's cheating on. Is that sexist? Maybe. Is that... Fucked up, maybe, maybe. Honestly, to take it back, we may have to cut that. Nah, I'm bullshit. I don't, I don't really care to that extent. But um, okay. Hot girl summer. I don't honestly, but in all seriousness, I think it's more of a just. It's just something fun. I think it's something fun that men and women are doing because it's also quote unquote hot boy summer as well. I think you get out there. It's, you're supposed to be getting out there, living your best life. Quote, unquote, what have you. I honestly really think it's just an excuse for not even just women, but men to act ratchet as well. Yeah, I'm with that. So you think it's more of an attitude than an image? Um... I think that it's definitely, I actually think it's more of an image than an attitude because, I mean, how often are you really, like, who's really walking around like, hey, I'm hot, waking up feeling like a hot girl, you know what I mean? I do. Well, besides you. (laughs) Um, I just think, I think that... I don't know. I, I, I think maybe it's a little bit of both because maybe some people are waking up and it is empowering some people. Hey, you know what? Let me ask you this while we're talking about this. Have you seen that show Euphoria on HBO? No. 
You haven't? Uh-uh. You got to check that out. We, we definitely have a conversation about that. Okay. That shit's crazy. Um, what else do I want to talk about with you? Oh, yeah. So, we got something written on the board here. Is Ava too young for social media? The only reason I know that Ava's on social media is because I was on Instagram fucking around. And you know how they, they have that section of, like, recommended people to add? <laughs> yeah. And one said Ava, whatever, with, like, a blanked out, like, face. I was like, I know this isn't Ava, Ava, or Ava. Uh, so, of course, I put me, Say Say, and, and LG have, like, a little group message on Instagram and I put in there uh, why does Ava have a social media so this is something that me and your brother I wouldn't say argued about because obviously that's his daughter he's going to let her do whatever he feels he wants her to do but my perspective on it is I think that there is a age that's too young to have social media one because of all the bullshit you see on there Two fucking predators, and you never know how Man. somebody could be taken advantage of. Um, three, I think that we're in a day and age where social media is just, you get, people get, and this is grown ass, it's not even just like little girls, this, this is this is grown ass adults that get bogged down and always on their phone, always scrolling through Instagram. Don't get me wrong, I'm guilty of it at times as well. But I just, You're guilty I, of what part? I'm guilty of just being on Instagram, being on social media. Oh, so much, okay. You know what I mean? And I think we're, I think, I think we have to understand that our generation is the generation that kind of was the first generation to somewhat, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily grew. It got exposed to it, right? And her generation is going to be the first generation that literally grew up with social media. Right. And I think that there's, is detrimental. I mean, we got kids, you know, uh, killing themselves because of quote unquote bullying online. You know, our our identities were more so based in reality in high school. Yeah, we got the you know the telling of our I guess uh, childhood was was it was like Facebook and we had our MySpace and second and third. But the levels that is growing to now, you know, I think there's gonna be kids in rehab for social media. Yeah, kids in rehab because they got identity you know issues pertaining to social media. So I just think is is I think there's a lot of detrimental things that come with it. And lastly. I saw that I saw that LeBron LeBron's son Bronny James I think he's like a sophomore in high school just recently got on Instagram and I saw LeBron made a post he said I told you I made you I would make you wait till you know whatever age for 16 whatever age that is before I let you get social media but he's on now da da but I feel Bron on that because I think that's if you know if I had kids I would I would feel that way too but what you think sis I think my initial thought was because like you said we're at the age where we were exposed we were first exposed right. to social media like that right. and when I got the invitation I got the invitation on Snapchat and I'm like I mean anybody that got Snapchat uh, yeah I had MySpace okay. but what well, was MySpace Facebook right Instagram <laughs> yeah I had a black planet <laughs> but my that when I got my uh, my invite on Snapchat, I was like, wait, hold on, because anybody that got Snapchat know that there's a lot of ratchet stuff on what? Snapchat. Motherfuckers get rich off that shit. And I think my my niece and nephews forget. I'm right. still young. I'm still out there. Right. I don't want you exposed right. to what I'm doing behind the scenes. Yeah, you're that young auntie that's kind of towing the Right, I'm still out here. Yeah, I feel you. I feel so you. that was a quick decline. Right. But 
I think she's still young enough where she's not into all of the craziness that goes on. She just want to see Beyonce, you know, see some photos. She don't. Right, right. So it should. Uh, I think on the parent end it should be screened Mm -hmm. if you're gonna allow it Mm -hmm. but if we're talking a little older like Zay Zay Cammy age that's where it gets a little deep and can be a little too much but I mean I I feel like at that age Cammy and um, and Zay Zay's age how are they? 10, 9 no they're both 10 10, but I think at their age and this, this is another aspect to this conversation is that the fact that that times change you know what I mean so you can't I mean just like us being in school you know, for us I remember it was like getting cell phones at our age you know what I mean but when every one of your friends has a cell phone or every one of your but friends but I mean you gotta think about it they're more mature so to say at a younger age than we were so they're on the level of when we were 13 14 at 10 you know and so they're gonna be looking for the stuff that we weren't really looking for right because because they're the idea that it's because they're exposed to more right they're equipped to handle it better i I, I don't agree that they're equipped to handle it better because I mean, they still have that that mental maturity. That young mind, that, right? Yeah. Right, right. I don't know. I just I think that there's so many. You Overall, know, be prepared for questions to right, be asked. Right. <laughs> and I, honestly, I guess that's what because there's so many different aspects of this conversation. You know, the social media conversation. I don't think that at this point there's not really a concrete way of you know that we know of to go uh, a, a, a sure and try way to go about this because like I said we're still in the infancy of children growing up in the social media phase mm-hmm. now what I think that you know I think that it's, it's going to be more to to the kids detriment to the family structures detriment to have your face you know constantly in Instagram but then again you know I'm 32 now I'm getting older so I could be the get off your lawn type guy you know what I mean I, I don't well I mean I think you have the your parenting or your mentality with going with kids you have to um get with the time so to say right so even though you may say no that don't mean they're not gonna make one it's nothing to make an email account because all three of them made it right it's nothing to get on Insta, so they're gonna do it regardless so i mean it's just like if your kid drinks are you gonna let them drink at home responsibly you know with guidance or right. are you gonna let them sneak and go out right. in the streets and do whatever right right so it's kind of i mean you gotta pick your poison what you gonna do i think i agree with that as well and honestly this is one of the reasons why i love chopping it up with say say we're just i think just we connect on a just a conversational level not some people you could talk to and even if you don't agree with them that's Necessarily, you can still vibe with them because you know that they're coming from somewhat of a, a rational position. But 
Um, in terms of what we're talking about, just I, I, I generally don't know. Again, I, and I also don't have kids either. So this is just my 10 cents from my outside perspective and how I, how I deem that I would think of how to parent a, a child in the social media slash technology age. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know, but I will say this. I think that a lot does also depend on the relationship you have with whoever oh, definitely the, with the your significant child. Yeah, mm-hmm. the child, but also the significant other in your life. Yeah. I think the, the the, the relationship that you have with them and how you communicate with your children I think that has a lot to do with it as well because you know even before social media a lot of the trauma that we that we go through as young kids as teenagers as you know as young adults you have to have a relationship with your parents where you and maybe maybe it's not maybe it's one or the other or maybe it's just one but you have to have that relationship where you can go and take real issues to them and not you know be afraid of being ostracized or 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 of them just immediately getting mad but not even trying to see your point of view yeah you know that was the kind of an issue that i have with my dad my dad and this, I mean, he wanted me to, to be the best version of myself, as, as I think that everybody wants their kids to be. But there's a difference between wanting your kid to be the best version of himself and letting him grow and bump his head and yeah. his or her head. But you got to know yeah. your kid, too, because if you know your child is more immature you can't put them in a mature environment and expect them to succeed or ex- right. expect them to uh, cope with everything that's going to be thrown their right. way. Right. If you know you have a wild child, you definitely don't need right. to just let them off the right. leash. Like, so you got, yeah, you got to know your kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, again, I agree with that. So this, this, this obviously is a conversation that, as I said, has plenty of different aspects, plenty of different angles. But you know, I'd love to read surface this after we have kids yeah, for sure for sure like i said see how yeah, things pan yeah, out yeah, yeah for sure for sure so this and our and our perspectives could completely change but it's just something to me it's just something to think about technology you know for me i think it's beautiful but i think it's tragic and fucked up and all just it's, it encompasses a lot so i'm just me personally i'm just curious to see you know how it even Evolves. I, I almost kind of wish I was born a little further on because I think we're going to miss so much. But then again, it could be. I don't. Right. It could be going toward. <laughs> we could be moving towards something worse. So. Yeah. I don't know. But so this is just a conversation we had. Grab your motherfucking ice. Grab your lemon wedge. Clank, 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 clank. There you go. She got the sounds. And throw a cute, uh, throw a cozy on your brew. Yo, Drink Time Podcast. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> We're back again. Oh, man. Still got LG back in this thing. Still got moms here, our very special guests, and still got Sid Say Say. So, look, we're going to go back and touch on the topic we, me and Say Say, talked about earlier. The idea of, and this actually started with the idea of Ava being on Instagram. At what age? Bobo seven. At the age of seven, you know some. I guess what some of what me and Say Say talked about were that 
Well, my opinion was that I think it's I I personally and again I don't have any kids and obviously this is LG's daughter so I'm not trying to be disrespectful here but I think that seven is too too young to be on social media because of X amount of uh, detriments that I said earlier the idea that your attention span is already short at that age and you're spending a lot of that time on social media to the idea of sexual predators got a question in there three the idea of <laughs> three the idea of some of some of the ideals and values that are on social media that are invited in at that age but again that's just my perspective <coughs> lg's back so lg what, yeah. is your, what is your rationale with i guess being like i said before I think I think it is young too, but also if you look at how the time, like our parents thought we were too young to have a beeper, but kids just have. But now you know it's not nothing. Kids just have a phone. It's not nothing. And if you don't, I rather have it and I'm on it and monitor it because she's gonna be wandering around with the phone. It's not even activated, but you can take any phone, get on Wi-Fi. You can go to Burger King, Walmart. Get on Wi-Fi. She has two older brothers, so it, it's is instead of me fighting it and being pissed off, I just I'm I'm on it, and if I and I stay on it and monitor it, and if there's some bullshit, then you get it taken away, and that might hurt it a little bit more than never having did it and kind of be because because her brothers have been on it for like two years, you know. So I mean, but that's just because I feel like that's the way of the world is turning if you if you try to deny some things like technology is here you either learn it or you get left behind but that's gonna come with kids they just have phones you know if we had a phone in class you forgot to get kicked out of class or because there weren't too many phones it was like those nokia little things or something but now kids just have a phone like they're in third and fourth grade and the teacher says okay everybody go put your phone up you mean to tell me they're not going to have a social media page? They're not going to have Facebook? They're going to have it, man. But you always see these videos about, you know, guys disciplining their daughters or whatever. On Some of them put it on social media and say, hey, I caught her doing this or I caught her doing that. whoop de woo And I think that's a good thing. That's what you got to do because they're going to do it. It's like telling them not to cuss or something. Like, as right, soon as they right. step out that door, they motherfucker, nigga, you know? We touched on that. Right. So... So now, you know, you'll get to see what it's like. I, you'll know I was watching your ass. You're not getting away with it. And you're going to look a fool because that's not the right thing to do. But you got to be there to do that, you know. So when she goes back home with her mom, you know, she'll be on. She's, I'll still have a way to connect with her. But it'll be through the, it'll be through a little social. She'll be able to send me a picture or something like that. And if I don't see it, I'm gonna just see, I don't see it being a problem. I Right. Mom, what you say? I understand. I can hear 
Right, but how do you, you're not going to be able to teach them that if you're trying to hide them from it. We've all met people who've been sh- so sheltered that when they get out, they're, they're, like it's, it's, yeah, they're way too nice, like they're common sense, but that's. I'm not saying but see look okay no you're right and I agree you know I agree <coughs> but mom I, I agree but the thing is now that there's an app for everything now when you hook up the phone now whatever ping they get can ping directly to your phone you you can set all that up oh i mean yeah yeah, but that's not going to stop them one way or another. The bottom line, they are I can see both sides. LG, you're right. There's only so much you can do to monitor your children's behavior, especially when it comes to the internet. Because regardless if they take your phone, the phone that you got them, and go and do whatever they want to do on it, they can also go to the library. They can also use their friend's phone. They can also go create a burner account and do the same thing without any of your knowledge. Right. So my, my thing is this. One, I don't think that you should act even actively encourage them to go ahead and get on you know social media or get behind technology at a certain age but at the same time 
this is all this technology thing is all in its infancy. There's so many. Right. There's so. And that's many, why I said you I have to be you have to be tech no. savvy somehow, somewhere. And right. I, and, but I think that's just a starting point. And I'm not making. I'm not nearly yeah, trying yeah, to make that, the argument no, that a phone makes you tech savvy. Right. I'm not. I don't think. I'm don't not think saying that. I don't that, think that there's clearly a. But there's clearly a black and white solution to all this. But all I'm right. saying is that we're technology to this extent is so far in its infancy that there's still multiple ways where we have to look at this thing we have moms who's from another generation but a lot of what she is saying is true that right. kids their I mind is it. not developed at that age where you can't give them too much too soon because their mind's gonna be first of all it's easy to be manipulated at that age also there's so much to consume at that age where you just don't want them constantly in their phones and just delving into that world but right. there's just there's just so many angles that come into <coughs> that so i don't think that there's a any clearly right or clearly wrong right. to go okay so LG, i feel you on what okay. you're saying now that now that we've talked about it I, yeah. I see what you're, you're just trying to get ahead of it and i feel you on that sorry go ahead. Uh, well thank you for agreeing and uh <laughs> we finally got there <laughs> And I made me some money real quick and I went to Walmart and got me a Nokia phone, a prepaid phone. Yes, sir. You know, one of the first. With the flashing back and everything. Right. And at that point, you know, it's like you can't really tell. You can, but you can't really tell your child, oh, you can't have a cell phone when your child went out and made the money to have that. Right. So you just got to kind of get with the times and you got to build that framework for them. Like, you know, you still conduct yourself in a good, in a good way. You don't just go out here and do whatever, just be on social media and show them whatever. You know, I'd, I'd hate to see my niece out here. I, I mean, I'd have her ass before her dad would if she was out here in a bikini on Instagram or something. But she knows if that were to happen, it'll be over with. You know, both ways. And, and, and not only that, another thing that me and Say Say talked, touched on in an earlier segment was the idea of a lot of this does come down to the relationship that you have with your kids. The relationship that you have with your counterpart and the relationship that you have in tandem with your kids, you have to be able to communicate with them because there's just, at this day and age, there's so many loopholes where they can get around and do whatever they want to do and talk to whoever they want to talk to. You have to have that relationship where they can come to you and talk to you and say, hey, this is going on. This, that, the third is going on. So I, I think that also factors in as well. I think it does too. I think we beat the horse long enough here, guys. Uh. <laughs> I just want to say real quick. I appreciate you giving that that wiggle room to you know you can express yourself. Right. Get out there. Right. I'm all over y'all. Thought you were slick, nigga. Yeah. 
Oh, you don't have no sense. You thought you was going out? Your parents need to remember that. You are still the parent. Let them have a little room. But step in there and take a shit off quick. Cut it off. And don't be afraid to. Oh, I'm going to lose my little friend. And I loved her ever since. Yeah, there you go. Words of the moms dropping knowledge drink time podcast but with that said get your ice grab your little lemon wedge man i throw a koozie on your boot do what you do go no yo we back in this thing drink time podcast we got lg back in full effect and by full effect yeah. i mean 30 to 38%. More like 2 to 15. Fresh off a hangover, but it's Drink Time Podcast, baby. We're transparent, and we're also recovering. But listen, <laughs> we've got a couple special guests here. We got Shane Yo, and Chris. Say, say. And we also got a very, very, very special guest. Yes. Moms. Moms. Say. Hey. Yeah, moms in the house. There she is. Yes. So this is the topic I got cooked up fresh. Oh god! I put it in the frying pan. And, and just to let y'all know, we don't know what the topic is, <laughs> and we've actually had to do some edits uh, for <laughs> these types of surprises before. Uh, hey, so uh, this is what happens when I take over so the podcast. <laughs> but this is this is a very serious topic. I'm not even gonna smile or laugh about this one. This was real, is near and dear to my heart because I feel a way about it. The Beyonce worship. What up, Hive? The godlike uh, worship. The, Shout the, out to the Beehive. The behavior behind it all. I, I just, <laughs> I personally. Why I, you hate on the Beehive? I get it, but I don't get it. I just. What I, don't you get? It's to the point now where they're treating Beyonce like she's not even black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. How is a black person supposed to be treated? <laughs> you got white girls. Listen, you got white girls out here. You got Mexicans that wouldn't touch a nigga in, in the, excuse my language, mom, I'm sorry. That wouldn't touch a nigga in their greatest day. Fucking uh, idolizing Beyonce. I'm in my bed. <laughs> what does any of that have to do with anything? What are you talking about? She's one of the greatest performers, singers that we've seen in our era generation. She has a following and she's being treated like all divas, like Aretha and the rest of them. What are you talking about? So now she's above reproach? Is that what you're saying? Who's going to approach you? What are you talking about? She's not on a dating site. You're not swiping left and coming across Beyonce. You talking about approach? I'm going to take us back three months here. God. When she was at the Warriors basketball game. Invited by (laughs) the Warriors owners. So? Can I I talk? (laughs) Invited by the Warriors owners. One of the worst. So the Warriors Warriors owner's wife. And if I had done any type of research, which I haven't, just drink time. I would have her name. But the Warriors owner's wife leans over 
to ask her her fucking drink we order. We saw it. Come on. Leans over to ask her her fucking drink order. Leans over Jay-Z to ask her her drink order. Leans over to up, Jay-Z Jay? to what ask up, Jay? her his drink order. And she's acting. And y'all know how to take the scenic road. The leans over to ask him yeah, his drink order. Order and then of course the bay hive and listen the bay. listen listen <laughs> listen listen if you're a grown fucking woman caping for Beyonce on social media calling yourself a, a part of the bay hive you need to get your priorities together <laughs> yeah I said it here I said it here first so you call them the beehive losers yeah I am wow yeah wow because you're a grown woman well she can't have yeah. an idol. You can't idolize somebody. If you're gonna idolize anybody, I would I would want it to be somebody that's prominent, that's does everything right, not no booty shaking, selling shit for a dollar, shit that you don't want to listen to. Like she's she's a diva. What you mean? She's overrated. She's wow. overrated. So he's definitely in his bag. He's had too many. Boo. Classic boo. Yeah, I said it. I wish I was in the driver's seat. I'd be booing you and smacking your ass all through the soundboard, nigga. All right, listen, listen, let's let's get serious here. Let's get serious. The here. B- this was your big take. This is what you piled this all up in the room. Let's get serious here. To talk about the beehive. There's a difference between <laughs> having reverence for somebody. Shout and out beehive. Shout out Jay. All right, me. There's this between having reverence for somebody and caring about somebody, and there's this. Between so you don't like Beyonce? Uh, I, I respect her to a certain extent, but not to the extent where I worship her, which is what other people do. So you're mad at you're the right? worshipers? Uh, yeah, I do, and this, it ties into mm. the whole the whole idea of worshiping celebrities and celebrity mm. culture in general. But she's not the only one. Okay, but she's the the main one. What do you want her to do? Goddess. So you want to do not she's be the successful? Pun, she's the goddess, pun intended. You want her to not be successful? No, I, I want no. It has nothing to do with it. It's just, it's, it's just the idea that we're, we're at a point in time where we, we're literally worshiping celebrities. And by we, I mean everybody else but me. <laughs> you, never had, you never had a basketball player like you idolized? and like, We got Kylie Jenner who has become a billionaire. <laughs> we got Kylie Jenner. Go over that question. We huh? got Kylie Jenner with literally no talent to speak of who's become a billionaire. First of all, Kylie had donors. Who's, 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 who's Kylie Jenner? Thank you. That does not. That that does nothing. That does nothing. What say say? What you just said? That does nothing to refute my point that she has no talent to speak of, but she's become a billionaire in the amount, the span, the span of less than a decade. She has some talent. Take it. I know I said I'd never leave, but as soon as I got my money, I was gone. <laughs> so you have, you have no issue. You have no issue in a world that we live in where. Uh, 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 this girl can become a millionaire in the span of less than a decade with no talent to speak of with a product that she has nothing to do with. She's not a scientist. She has nothing to do with. Hey, man, you can't. Can, you can, can, if I was a quarter million dollars away from being a millionaire and I knew somebody's going to give me that quarter Yeah. So you just don't Definitely. care that you, you don't preach hard work anymore. This yeah. isn't. What? Preach hard work. What is this? Yeah, yeah. Sound like a real hater today, man. I like to hate both. (laughs) I like to hate both. (laughs) 
So okay. no, nobody in the room feels me on this. No. No. LG, if anything, yo, you should feel me on this. No. All the bashing you do. No. No. Okay, so we're all in agreement that you are in agreement. And I don't that bash. That should be worshipped like a fucking god. She's not worshipped like a god. But it's not her. It's, it's respected as a god. There you go. See, it's just a respect thing. And her shit is on a totally different level from where you'll ever be. Because she's got the talent. <laughs> she's making the money. She's doing the You'll never be that boy. <laughs> <laughs> Get a stay on his head, mama. <laughs> Look at you, you black. Look. You ugly. <laughs> oh, God. Listen. <laughs> Jesus, man. So, this is. What's up? We need a, a bucket of topics so we can just dip in and switch whenever. Well, I, I try to, to speak of this nonsense. Anybody that agrees with me that Beyonce is nobody like a god and shouldn't be, call the Drake Time Podcast line. I wish I had a number for you, but I don't. Just find the app. I wish I had your address. So you can get it. <laughs> 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 you have a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out Beehive again. Any, so does anybody else have any other topics? The thoughts and expressions here on Drink Time Podcast <laughs> are not everybody's. They're only Sean's. <laughs> Not liable. Yeah. Only Chan. All right, man. Me, myself, and I. That's all I got <laughs> in here. <laughs> that's what I found out. <laughs> uh. So grab ya. Oh, okay. are you tossing that to me? I yeah, missed that. Oh, I missed that. I missed that. No, man, that's it, man. Get your ice. <laughs> Get your lemon wedge. Grab your beehive. Shout out, beehive. And throw a koozie on the brew, man. Do what you do. Yo, what it do? We back in this thing, boy LG. Foot. Say, say, moms, drop that knowledge for you. Go ahead and rewind it one time. Listen to it again. You know how we do the about this time. Gotta show some love. Love you, mom. Thank you for loving me. <laughs> Just remember, it's not a spray. It's a marathon. Uh, and I've been a leg up and a leg down, but uh, you've always been there. Thank you, mom. Say, say, flavor, the lady of my life. I love you, sis. Foot, love, pops, love, kids, babies, love. Uh, oh, James Jamboree, tomorrow. Uh, love, baby, Monica, my wife. I love you. Thank you for uh, being the uh, best silent investor a podcast has ever seen. He's a silent partner. That's my baby, man. Hey, I think that's all the love I have to give, man. There's a ribbon in the sky for our love. On a serious note, 
on a very serious note, I just want to thank the Grady family since damn it, everybody's here except for Pops. Just for love, Pops. Shout out, Pops. I don't know if I anything I was going through, just always accept, accepted me as part of the family, <laughs> let me show up empty handed at times. At times, I mean, most times. <laughs> I appreciate, I genuinely appreciate all the love. It means more than I could ever put into any love segment. I love y'all for real. Love you too, um, brother. Monika, thank you for letting me pull up. When I, it started out to be two days, ended up six to seven. <laughs> and uh, the lasagna was great, by the way. The lasagna was great. I need that recipe. I'll pay for it next time. But, um... <laughs> That's Ser- but seriously, 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 I-, I love y'all so much. Thank you for accepting me as part of the family. I appreciate it. I love to my man Jay, man. I'm sorry. I, I cut it. I'm sorry. Jay, thank you, bro. He pulled up. He flew in. Showed your boy a good time. I'm sitting in here hurting right now. I just got my voice back. Love you, th- love you, bro. Hey, I'll echo that as well. We're just going back and forth. Just love you. All right, man. Say, oh, say. Wait, it. How about, no, I'm about that yet. Jay, thanks for pulling up. Good to see you, brother. Love that guy as well. Good luck with the with the house and all the future ventures. Say, say, sis, love you. You're Set part that of the family. I think I forgot that I already said that. All right. <laughs> all right. Stop. So some love. Say, say, get in there. Moms, get in there. Hey. Hey, okay. Get in your bag. Unforgettable. There you have it. Love from the Grady's and Lil Bro, the adopted Grady. You know it. (laughs) Be quiet, boy. (laughs) Mom's wants to leave y'all with a song. Go ahead, mom. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put him back. Classic drink time. Say goodbye six times. Uh, Alright, man. Love. Love, man. Go get your ice. Grab your lemon wedge. Throw a koozie on your bro. Do what you do, man. Yeah,